Okay, okay. Welcome to the Watchlist podcast. My name's Liam. I'm Georgia. And I'm Dylan. Georgia, tell us what this podcast is all about. Sitting around on a Sunday afternoon with a cheese platter and a glass of wine. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yes, that is that is something that we're doing. Um, but really, what is this podcast about, Dylan? Uh, this podcast is about three friends who get together and watch some films on our watch list, uh, um, consisting of films that we probably should have watched by now. Last week, uh, we watched Star Wars because Georgia Rainey here had never seen Star Wars. It's an outrage, but she's seen it now. And she's very happy about it, aren't you? I mean, I don't know if it's changed my life, but I mean, one more off the list, so happy days. It's this definitely uh, stopped the, the lynch mob from trying to get to <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. This week, we're watching a film that Dylan has not seen, that Georgia and I have seen. So we'll get to that in a minute. First of all, guys, let's catch up <laughs> over wine and cheese. <laughs> Cue music. What have you been watching, Georgia? Um, Shock horror. This week, I don't think I've watched more than half an hour of television combined for about a week. Yeah. So what did you watch? Yeah. Um, A little like snippet of some news um, and that's about it. Have you watched Fleabag yet? You did say that you're going to. (laughs) (laughs) I have watched an episode, so now I just feel like a liar, Liam. Yeah. Um, I called you a new shit. He was trying to help you out so much. (laughs) I was, you literally told me before we started this that you watched Fleabag. I know, but it's. Not a movie, so oh, no, being like a liar once about Movie, television, whatever. Okay. Watch Fleabag. Oh, yeah. Right out, Fleabag. <laughs> oh, Fleabag. There's no S. There's, no yeah. there's only one Fleabag. It's the main character. Yeah, and she's great. She's incredible. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> what do you think so far? What, do you like it or what? <laughs> yes. The um, phrase is slipping my mind right now. Is it like breaking the fourth wall? Yeah. the fourth wall? Loving that. Loving her little sass to the camera. It's making me feel very, uh, very excited thing, to get to know so Did British. you notice about Fleabag is that originally it was a play, a stage yeah. play. Hmm, I didn't um, know. And it, w- it did really well. And they, she got commissioned to make it into a television show. And she did. And it's critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's incredible. Every, um, everyone should watch the... Uh, she just did something with Vogue. The, uh, like, the questions while walking. Um, oh, she did that one of those? Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. And they talk about the, the uh, flea bag um, play. play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, cool. Definitely going to check that out. Mm. Um, and she didn't think she wanted to make a second season, and then she had a great idea and decided to make the second season, and I think it's better than the first. But you guys haven't seen that yet, so... No. no. <laughs> we, me and uh, Georgia just discovered that we've watched the exact same episode this week, so yeah, a little bit behind. Cool. Well, we'll talk about that once you guys have finished the show. Dylan, have you been watching anything besides Fleabag? <laughs> um, no, because I've been I've been working like a, a dog this week. Oh. I've I've watched a lot of YouTube while editing photos, so that was uh, that was kind of good, but it was all in the background, really. Any video essays? Um, no, no, I, I <laughs> no, I like really stayed away from video essays this week because I, I like to sit down and like really tune into them, whereas I just needed some background noise to block out everyone in the office. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry that I was loud and obnoxious. No, like 100%. I just wanted to like knock this out of the park and just like get it all done. And yeah. Fair enough. Hmm. Um, well, I've been watching stuff. Um, <laughs> I, clearly, I clearly don't have a life. Um, what have you been yesterday, watching? Yesterday, uh, I decided to make myself really sad and I watched Toy Story 3, which is a movie that I cry in hmm. every single time. Interesting. Like, like a baby. And then I went and saw Toy Story 4 last night. At the cinemas. And? It's really good. 
How, I, how, I, how okay. does it affect the original trilogy? Like, it is you need to have seen the original trilogy for it to make sense. Yep. It's. I love just referring to Toy Story as a trilogy. It is a trilogy. It's, <laughs> it's me. It's an incredible trilogy. <laughs> so I didn't think that that they need to make a fourth one. Yeah. Because I, I saw I saw Broad's tweet mm-hmm. saying that he just watched three, realizing that it's a really great wrap up of the original trilogy, and was yep. about to go see four. And all he could think is this could only damage that original. I had the same thought. Absolutely the same thought. Um, I don't think it takes anything away from the first three films. Mm-hmm. If this didn't get made, I wouldn't have been upset. Yeah. But it, it's a great movie. Ooh, it's got a 98% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> How much, sorry? 98%. What? I went into this film thinking there's no way this movie can be anywhere as good as the first three. It's not the best one, but it's really good. And I cried again. So... <laughs> Fucking Pixar. <laughs> Disney Pixar. Just knowing how to make, like, get the adults to cry. I don't know. Get the kids to cry. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, speaking of crying. <laughs> was it the music, Liam? Was Where it the music going? that got yeah. to you? Uh, no, it's the, it's the story. It's the, just everything. It's, it's the characters. Yeah. Also, it is beautiful. This film mm-hmm. is... Breathtaking. The difference between Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 4 <laughs> is... I can't believe we're still talking about Literally this. breathtaking. It is. No, it's incredible. <laughs> that was a Keanu Reeves reference, yeah. if anyone You're breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, it's honestly beautiful. Like, there's a scene at the start where Woody's laying down. This is not really... This is not a spoiler. He's laying down in the rain, right? And it is... It could be photorealistic. It is. It looks like it's in real life. It's incredible. As opposed to the first Toy Story, where it was like the first ever 3D movie ever, say, to ever yeah. be made, full-length feature-length film, for them to get to this part now. Oh, my God. I'd love to see just a documentary from like that first ever Toy Story there, and even the story about them losing like all their assets and yeah, everything like they that. Lost half their renders. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, and the the really lucky thing is that the producer who was working on it was working from home, so she had copies of these files. Back up, yeah. But it was the only one, so they had to like take her computer from her house, wrap it up in blankets, make sure that it got all the way to <laughs> Disney. Oh, there's was... a lesson. Back up your work, Granny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was like the scariest thing that could have happened to him. There you go. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Speaking of crying, I was trying to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were trying to segue away. Sorry about that. Trying to segue into this week for another movie that makes me cry every single time I cry. watch it. You're going to watch it. You're going to see me cry today, Granny. There you go. Maybe. I feel just warm watching it. Uh, anyway, Dylan, <laughs> you already know what this film is. We're watching. Uh, it's not a surprise to you. It should have been a surprise. We gave it away last week by accident. Well, you guys just looked at this, each other in a way that I was like, <laughs> like, I know that both of you have told this me to week, watch this. This week we're watching Space Jam. No, uh, about time. The joke. Laugh. Um, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I was like, like if I don't jam. get the reference. I mean, I definitely watch Space Jam. Right. Nah, pretty sure Granny's watched Space Jam. I'm pretty sure we've all watched Space Jam, right? Probably my reference is Grady. Uh, yeah, we're watching About Time. Dylan, mm-hmm. first question. How have you not seen this film? I don't know. It never popped up on the radar, to be honest. Like, I, it wasn't until we were, like, having chats about some of your favorite films. Mm-hmm. This is literally that, my top three films of all time. Yeah. That I was like, I still haven't seen that. I've seen it pop up in Netflix a couple of times, but I haven't really... Like, I didn't hear about it. I didn't hear about it being released. I didn't hear people talking about it at the time. Mm. I've only heard about it really in the last probably six months. Really? Only the last six months? Yeah, 100%. I watched this the first time when we were living together. Well, I didn't know that. I made everyone, <laughs> I made everyone around... You were too busy having afternoon delights. Um, <laughs> that's another podcast. Um, we... Yeah, no, I, I was trying to make sure everyone I knew watched this movie. 
back then, I guess. Yeah. I remember I went to the movies with my mum and I never go to the cinema. And I went to the movies with mum and then we loved it so much. We went out for dinner afterwards and we're just feeling so happy. It's a good movie. I loved it. It's it's a, yeah. Well, I mean, I way. love the cast that's in it. And I love like, okay, I've well, seen all the reviews and everything through, in yeah. it. So, so yeah. have you done a lot of research on this since last week? No, no, I haven't listened <laughs> to it. I, I, I don't want to spoil anything for myself. So, all right. Fantastic. So, why would you scroll past it if you saw that gorgeous little cover? It's in. It's literally in my watch list on Netflix. <laughs> you know, like literally is in the watch list. So, there you go. it was just something that I needed to to get to. But I need. I, I felt like I had to be in the mood to watch it. You know, what mood would you need to be? Um, wine and cheese mood. Yeah, wine, <laughs> wine and cheese. Um, but <laughs> but you know, just mood. just ready for something that's. Um, like something that I could kind of tune into a bit more. Like I've been working really hard lately that I don't want to watch anything that's kind of, you know, something that I have to actually sit there and watch. I'd rather watch something that's put in the background and scroll my phone a little bit. Mm. Oh. Right, we don't do any of that tonight. But yeah, exactly. I need to be in the mood where I don't want to do any of that. All right, let's start, I'll yeah. ask some questions about this film. Okay. <clears throat> about time. Mm-hmm. When do you think this movie was made? Uh, 2010? Incorrect. 2013. I just, I always just answer that that question straight up. I just like, no, you're wrong. 2013. That's when this movie came out, Dylan. What genre would you say this movie is? From what you know about it. What I know about it, it's a little bit of a rom com, but more like a drama rom com. Is that a thing, drama rom com? I think, yeah. I mean, so he's saying that it's it's more on the drama side than the comedy side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But is that a genre? Or do I you say like when it's like a romance? You just say like a true romance. True. Oh, it's hardly a true romance. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Like notebook. Like what are you calling that? That's that's just romance. That's just right. A romance. Straight I up. think a rom com has to have elements of comedy in it. Okay. But he thinks it's gonna be more dramatic than comedic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um Dylan, who do you think is in this film? Oh, um Tom Gleason <laughs> and Rachel McAdams. And I don't know who the supporting cast is. Oh, you're gonna be pleasantly surprised by that. Okay. Oh, I don't hear There's somebody in this movie. He's going to be like, oh, wow, I did not realize that person in this film. There's going to be two people in this film. They're going to be like, I did not know that person was in this film. There's a male and a female in this film that you're not going to, you're going to be like, oh, really? Hmm. Be pleasantly surprised by it. I mean, I I've, I've probably, movie. I've probably like clicked on the Netflix, like of this and then like seen the actors up the top. Like, oh, I wonder how they're involved in this. But it's not coming back to me. I just know that those two are the stars in this. Okay. Because I love both <clears> of them. All right, so from your from your limited knowledge of what this movie is, what mm-hmm. do you think happens in this film? So I, I've already had like a bit of an elevator pitch from Liam about this film like way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, all I know is that it's uh, a man discovers that his family has the ability to time travel. Uh-huh. And that's all I know. Like that's literally the, the pitch. And it's around, around him and his lover, I assume. Right, so what what do you, what things do you think are going to happen? Do you have any predictions for what might happen in this film? Um, well, I mean, like, if, if you were granted the power of time travel and, like, you know, you're with your partner, like, I'm assuming that either something's gone wrong or he's wanting to try and amend any mistakes that he's made in the past um, or just try and make things perfect because, you know, when you're, when you're in love, you want things to be perfect. Oh, Dylan. That's great. Uh, that's <laughs> no, beautiful. I'm sorry. So, do you think then he is already with his love interest at the start of the film, mm. or is he not? Oh, that's a good one. Um, 
From what you were just saying, it sounds I, like you think they're already I f- together. I feel like they're already together because that's yeah. how the marketing's kind of put together, as far as I can tell. Like you, like I can, I can vividly see the um, the poster that's on on Netflix, and it's like they're those two together. So I'm assuming that they're together at the start. Right, fantastic. Um, how do you think this film will end then? Um, I feel like with any like time travel film, like there has to be consequences. So I feel like it's either him kind of learning that it's not worth changing the past and you're better off to like live with mistakes and kind of learn from them and learn from them together. Or, um, I don't know, maybe he, I don't know, maybe he can't change the future. I want to do this one. What, what do you think your perfect world is though? The perfect ending. You said that word before. Oh, um, what what do you hope happens? I don't know. You just like, like the reason that you would want to try and go back is just to like, yeah, amend your mistakes or, just try and make things a little bit better, like putting the, the cherry on, on top of things. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you what, like, the perfect vision would be. Like, the perfect vision would be them hopefully living together, married, you know, happily with, with kids and a family and, and people who love them around them. But Selling that nuclear dream. Yeah, selling that, mm. yeah, selling that nuclear dream, <laughs> definitely. Um, but, like, I, I mean, that's, that's what happens in films, right? Do you, have you seen many rom-coms? Would you say you've seen many rom-coms? Uh, I've seen a handful. Like it's not my go-to. <laughs> Why isn't it? What would you? What would turn you away from going to a rom-com? I just pretty much everything I said. <laughs> 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 no, like you, you know, like the happy endings. Well, yeah, not, not necessarily just happy endings, but like yeah, the the selling of of what is meant to be perfect, but like life is imperfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's some real deep. <laughs> answers coming from Dylan here <laughs> I, I, I have deep thoughts I just don't share them too often with people <laughs> So do you know who made this film? Who made it? Um, oh, Danny Boyle was it? No, close Richard Curtis So yeah. Richard Curtis is the writer-director of Love Actually Your favourite film, Love Actually Ah, there you go um, But he's working with Danny Boyle right now Making the film Yesterday Yesterday, yeah Which gives The trailer for that film Gives me a bit of About time vibes mm. Is it a vibe? Yeah, it's a vibe. It's yeah, it's a vibe. Sounds vibe. <laughs> Definitely. Got it right. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. That comes out on Thursday. So Yay, let's do it. We should all go see that film together after this. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is there anything else uh, you want to ask, Granny, before we watch the film? Me? Ask, oh, uh, sorry. I thought you were asking. <laughs> is there anything I want to ask Grady? No. I mean, go for Granny, it. Granny, is there anything you want to know ask? about rom-coms and how to handle rom-coms? To <laughs> um, do I we feel, have tissues? I feel very well-versed. We do have tissues, but I would say I it wasn't a, it wasn't a tearjerker for me. Okay. But I'm ready. I'm ready for the Liam moment. to see me cry. Yeah. yeah Liam, Liam thinks you're a heartless jerk. But. <laughs> um, I might explain a little bit afterwards why it's a tearjerker for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away. There's yeah. a certain moment that happens. That makes me cry. That's it. Oh. So. Yeah. Do you have we, any questions for us? About actually? about what the the film or about the film or the like film or why we love watching it or why we love watching rom com. I think we're going to talk a little bit more. I think about I think Granny wants so to tell me why she. Yeah. For me, at least. Okay. I think so Granny wants to tell us though why she why she loves rom coms though. Why do, why do you love rom coms, Granny? <laughs> what is it about them? What what just makes them. No, I do feel a little guilty mm. for enjoying the the nuclear happy days, I guess, um, narrative. It's it pretty off. much in all of them. I do yeah. feel guilty for that. It's like just a guilty No, no, normative, that kind of Yeah. Thing, yeah. I feel I like it's just to give us a sense of hope, right, in many cases, rom-coms, yeah. But That's I feel like my go-to is, like, I want to watch a movie just to feel happy 
and like I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they give that to me. Happy endings. Happy endings. Yeah. All right. Well, are you guys ready to watch this movie? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I'm got sure my wine. I've got my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Before we start, uh, before we watch the movie, Granny, tell us about our snacks tonight uh, yeah. because this is now your segment. You're going to match the snacks with the film. <laughs> what, are we, what are we eating and drinking? Lovely. Well, today with the rom-com, I've gone for a smart pairing of a red wine from the Cab Sav, I believe. Kind of, you know, some nice cherry notes just to go with the nice cherry thoughts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Paired with a bit of a brie, a gouda cheese, um, a couple of other snack assortments. It's a gouda. Gouda, that's the hard cheese here oh, on your fantastic. left. Yeah. Um, a little bit of cured meats, perhaps, um, both options of a cracker and a bread, as I didn't know which we would each prefer, um, some dip and some celery. So, all in all, a, a great matching for this movie, I think. Do you guys, I mean, and I, I would say, do you guys usually eat your popcorn before the movie or during what, the movie? At, at the cinema. At the cinema. Last night, I ate most of my popcorn during, uh, before the film even started. <laughs> I actually have a complaint. Hmm. The movie I watched last night was out of focus. They had not focused what? the screen and oh. it made me very angry. That's a weird side bar from thinking about your popcorn, but thank you well, for no, sharing. Well, no, but like I would, it's just, I'm going to cut this <laughs> I ate the popcorn during the film. I tried to eat the popcorn during the film. Yeah. Who who you tries to eat it before the film? Me. What? Like I would have loved to have eaten all of this Right now. I think the, the oh, but this this is this is different to popcorn though. Also, the reason we haven't eaten this is because every single thing on this plate, except for the cheese, is crunchy, and we can't really be crunching this yeah. down while we talk. Actually, I do feel, like I do feel like that's a funny thing about like cinema foods is that a lot of them are quite crunchy, and it's like meant to be like absolutely a, yeah. I think yeah, about this packets, the other lots of packets mm. you have to open in the cinema. Oh, annoying. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready? It's, to it's like it's like they want to annoy us in cinemas. Sorry. Let's go watch this movie. My dear son, this is going to sound strange. The men in the family can travel in time. Wow, is as good a reaction as any. I think I plumped for fuck, but it was the 70s. You go into a dark place, think of the moment you're going to, and you'll find yourself there. It's going to be a complicated year. It's going to be a complicated life. Although it's not as dramatic as it sounds. You can't kill Hitler or shag Helen of Troy, unfortunately. Ooh, welcome back. Ooh. Feeling good, feeling relaxed, Dylan. feeling happy. I didn't cry. I did you, did, th- you, were you, did you want to? Were they? No, I think I just all cried out from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what, what is the moment actually, Liam, for you? Um, it's all stuff to do with his dad. Yeah, I think it's so. Yeah. Like the dad when they're talking about like how we can't go back and stuff. It's just mm. gets me. Gets every you time. in the feels. Wills up a little bit. Mm. Dylan. Yes. What do you think? It's a great film. You it's, liked it? Yeah, it's beautiful. 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 Yeah. Yes, we got a beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Why is it beautiful? Um just everything about it. I, I feel like like you, you can start off by talking about cinematography if you really want to. Mm-hmm. It's just so picturesque throughout most of it. Um, but the characters are just really, like, really down to earth. Like, they feel like they're real. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't take the usual sort of route of many rom-coms or um, many films. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how that would have gone from A to B. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I want to get into that a little bit more afterwards. Mm. But yeah. first thing we have to do, Dylan, yeah. is you need to have your elevator pitch. Oh, my elevator pitch. <laughs> you have to tell us what that film was about in 30 seconds or less. All right. Let me get my notes have, together. Have a, have a think about <laughs> it. Have a think about it. Oh, right. elevator. Just waiting. Just waiting oh, for the elevator. Here oh, it comes. Oh, You and me. We're, we're studio executives. <laughs> Let's get into this elevator. Oh, look. There's somebody in here. Oh, you guys studio execs. Is that what you are? Mm. Oh, cool. Well, I've been uh, writing this film and I think it will be absolutely amazing. Oh, please. Tell us about it. Okay, yeah. All right. So, it's a time travel film, but it's not a time travel film that you think it is. It's actually a bit more of a romantic sort of uh, feel-good sort of film. It's British, so you know it's going to be great. Uh-huh. Let's start off with yeah. that. Um, and basically, it's about a, a man who discovers that his family can time travel. And uh, the the choices that we make in life. And <laughs> I was going so good until that point. <laughs> you were doing so well. Elevator pitches are hard. And yeah. Oh, thank you. That's uh, We have to get it out the elevator mm, now. Uh, that's all right. Sorry. Yeah, uh, here's my card if you want to <laughs> get in contact. Uh, I, I think Richard Curtis would be a great director. Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that's a really good, that's, a, that's probably a good description of what this film is. Yeah. Not sure actually if it is a rom-com. Yeah, I, yeah I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it is like it. I, 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 think I was kind of right by saying that it's a little bit more of a drama, but mm-hmm. like, it, it almost doesn't have its own genre because, you know, like I, I feel like. It, it has these funny moments, has these really, really nice moments, but again, just the fact that it's so grounded, like it doesn't fit almost into a genre in a way. Because like, yeah, he starts the film talking about how he wants to try and get a girlfriend using mm. time travel, and that's so easy for that idea to go down that. Um, that avenue, right? Where it can just all be about trying to get a girlfriend and and you know finding the the one or whatever. But yeah, yeah. It, it could have been it could have been several different girls that they came across his life, and he tries to see which one he ends up being happy with. And there is a Judd Apatow film about that. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> in there somewhere. That concept. Is yeah, there. and it could have been a coming to age as well potentially. But, but in in the end, though, it's it's once they are together, there's mm. no question of that, which yeah. I think is great. There's none I think of that's that. Great. Or she finds out something that he's done, and, and, that, and that's what I was worried. There's this big yeah. drama, like every rom com. Yeah, and that's know, what I was worried about. I was like, "Where's the conflict going to happen? What's what's going to happen?" But it's it's really just about, yeah, it almost becomes about him and his dad in a way. Exactly, it becomes yeah. more about him realizing that he can't use it for everything. He can't go back and, and change things. Mm. He can't fix everything, which is great because that's that's how life is. Mm. Yeah, great. In your <laughs> face, you're just listening to that uh, intently. I am. Maybe yeah, I don't know. nothing to add there. Oh, okay. Okay, so Dylan, who was your favorite character? Um, Tough one. There's so many good characters in this film. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you've got to give shout outs to the supporting cast because they cast that really, really well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you've got to give it to, to Dom Hall there as Tim. Like, mm-hmm. his character was just great and um, his reactions to things and um, the choices that he made and, and even the way that, you know, he, he's your, he, he's a protagonist, you know. He's, he's the guy that you're seeing everything through. He's the one giving you the voiceover as well. Like mm-hmm. you can't help but just like really feel for his character, um, and obviously Rachel McAdams like is absolutely wonderful. So, what do you think of the time travel aspects of this film? Because mm-hmm. I like a lot of films. I think something that I I like about this film is that they don't try and go into the details on how it all works and why. You know, here's oh, the flux yeah. capacitor with the blah, blah, blah that, that makes the time travel possible. Here's the machine. Here's whatever. It's uh, we can do this. Here are the rules in 10 seconds. 
I love that. I love the fact that it just got straight into it. And it was just like, all right, son, you're 21 now. Uh, by the way, we can time travel. And I was just like, okay, that's great. Because I, th- I was worried that would be the first act was that like, they would focus on this time travel thing and it'd be like really convoluted and we'd end up being like spending 30 minutes figuring out what time travel is. But they just kind of said, hey, we can time travel, you know, give it a go. Bit of a laugh there. Um, and yeah, go back in time and try something. And he did. That really talks to the whole the whole idea behind the film as well. Is that it's it's not a it's not a it's wrong. It's very real. Mm. It's 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 very much real life. <laughs> you know, this time travel aspect thrown into it, but it it feels real and it feels like a real people going through real things. Yeah, I, I feel like that that first moment of like the big time travel where he makes the decision to help his friend Harry out, mm-hmm. and he realizes that if I help Harry out, then I can't I can't meet her earlier. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing for me because I'm like, oh, is he going to have to make a decision here where he's like, you know, giving up on on either Harry or her or, you know, it, it's just a, a fleeted moment essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, obviously, you know, he <laughs> you know, finds out that um, she's at this Kate Moss thing and then finds out that she met her boyfriend in that branch in, at, at a, a party creepily, to be honest. yeah a little <laughs> bit creepy like like i was kind of like not liking him at that point because i'm like oh he's just, just gonna be creepy this whole time um but yeah he obviously gets better over the film because i, I think the other thing is though is that we saw that that genuine sort of um of meeting in the dark well we didn't really see it but mm. you know mm. like right. we know about it and we know that there was there was chemistry there i think something really interesting about do you have something you want to say? You want to say something, Granny? Or are you <laughs> <laughs> so quiet. Just in the corner here. Are you just okay. enjoying the sound of our voices? I've never heard two, <laughs> two people talk about how much they love a rom-com before. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. Something that, that stands out for me about this film, and I think it's something that you may not realise, Granny, because you haven't seen a lot of like blockbuster-type cinematic things, is when it comes to time travel, it's a lot of always about saving the world or saving whatever. The, the stakes are always the high. The stakes are always so high. But this is a really good way of having the stakes still huge, like people's lives are at stake in this film, but it's not about, you know, killing Hitler or whatever. And they, they make that joke. Yeah, they make that joke, yeah. And it's it's just a very grounded way of telling a time travel story. Mm. which is so interesting because... Mm. Yeah, I, I like the fact that he can only time travel in what, like where he's been. His, his experience. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just a great way of setting up like the big rule on, on, on time travel and really, yeah, just grounding it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, I mean, an, another example of a movie that does this in a way is Back to the Future. <laughs> well, I don't know it is because it's not about saving the world either. Mm. It's literally just about his family and his own life and just saving his brother and sister and himself from disappearing because he's changed stuff. He's screwed stuff up himself. But that, again, is... It feels like a bigger, like, more more stakes type situation, whereas this is so grounded and I, I love it for that for that reason. I just named two of my top three films. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why the giggle was there. Do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> you're feeling a bit out of it now. why do you, i want to ask granny then why she likes this film so much because this is a film you said you've seen four times <laughs> which is big which is me. huge for you that's like that's can that, you name any this, other films that yeah, you've seen four times i'm gonna say this is probably this film you've seen <laughs> i can probably only name three <laughs> this 
Um, so you've seen this film actually, more times than you've seen any than uh, actual films added up together. And The Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> the Holiday. Yeah. Love that film. I only watched it the other day. Love Actually. Yeah, the three movies and they're probably very similar. It's Love Actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, yeah. I mean, The Holiday is a bit more Hollywood than Love Actually in this. Yeah. Well, well the other two are British. So. The other two are Richard Curtis as well. Yeah. Same director. They still had a few British characters, so it made me feel okay. Well, yeah. I mean, The Holiday does have <laughs> British characters, but and that's, that is a very lovely film, but it does follow that idea of the same tropes of other rom-coms where like someone gets together and then someone does something wrong and then they has to explain it's a misunderstanding and I'm sorry for doing this one thing but then they get together forever afterwards. That's yeah. such a rom-com trope and I'm so happy it's not in this. It's not really in Love Actually. Yeah, I was expecting him to expose the fact that he <laughs> could time travel to to Rachel Adams to there. Yeah, yeah. and... Um, that that would lead to consequences to them having a fight or something like so my whole entire life has been manipulated by you being able to time travel. Um, you don't you didn't even like Kate Moss, did you? <laughs> I was I was really worried to go down that path. Anyway, um, when, oh no, I, I feel like watching it this time because we were talking before about the nuclear tropes and like everything being so predictable in rom coms. So I feel like when I was watching it this time, I was just looking out for any really bad like gender norms. Mm-hmm. But I really feel the only thing which slightly grinded my gears. I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> was the friend? The friend. The friend. Wait, Rory or friend. Jay? Rory or Jay? Which one? Oh no. Oh, like the girlfriend thing, like the gay. Oh thing? well, we can talk about that. Too. We can add That's that to the list. No, yeah, Rachel's friend. Rachel's main. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh Joanne. Joanne. I feel like just like her. Oh, always a bridesmaid, like a few, never like, the bride. A few little like snippets at her being the yeah, yeah, being mm. the cheeky friend. That yeah, was but but the, I feel I like she I feel like she embraced it though. Like she was talking about a party as like dress slutty. And yeah. it was just like yeah. you know, that's what she enjoyed doing and like you know, I, I feel like she embraced it. I don't think they really made her out to be They're not saying it was a bad thing yeah. at any point. They're not really they're not Shaming her mm. in terms yeah, of I never like, felt this any is a shame. bad life choice. They never said that she's worse off because of it. Mm. It's just I think they're just saying that's her as who she is as a person, mm. and you sort of embrace that a bit. Also, same with Jay's. They keep calling him a dickhead, but not saying he's a bad person. They wouldn't have set him up with 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 uh, Kit, Kat. Kit Kat if it wasn't if he that's was true. really that bad of a person. Mm. Although the people that, that are actually bad people, they make a note of saying that this, this guy's a fuckwit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. But I can see where you're coming from in terms of I no I agree that it probably wouldn't have made be made the same way now if it was made today. That makes yeah. sense. Like yeah, 2013, yeah, yeah. even though that was only six years ago, feels like a long time ago <laughs> in terms of yeah. There, there definitely wouldn't be that gay segment in there. I don't think yeah. the gay segment there. Yeah, because they they definitely made that seem like it could be a bad I, thing or I, like f- offensive that. No, no, I, I think what they were trying to do was like try and point out like this is a conversation that we should be having, but it's almost in in today's age, I don't think it necessarily needs to be. I don't know if I don't know if a three minute scene, yeah, like he is wouldn't really be, the way yeah. to go about that. He, he wouldn't have said the line of uh, you you shouldn't call her your girlfriend because that might make people think that you're gay or something. Like I, I think they would have cut that out. I think, and actually, I think if they just cut that line out, that whole travel back in that one. That would have been fine. Yeah. What do you think of that scene? What do you think of that that section of the film where mm-hmm. he sort of you had that moment where he falls back into the the Charlotte of it all? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's it. 
again, it's kind of like one of those moments. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people have that where like, you know, they might find an old love or an old flame or something uh, later on in life. And it's just kind of like, you know, you could go down this path or you can run home to your soon to be fiance. I, I do like the fact that he doesn't actually do anything wrong. Mm. He just goes out for dinner with her. Yeah. But some people might see that as doing something wrong as well. No, like I, even that no, idea. I, 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 Brainy, I'd love to get your opinion on this. <laughs> I was actually worried that something was going to happen, but then mm-hmm. he'd just be like, I'll just go back in time and fix that. You know, I thought it was just going to be a, a quick, yeah, <laughs> a I'm quick glad that fix. wasn't fixed with time travel. Yeah. I, no. I think I was just swooning over him. I was like, he's not going to make the wrong choice. I don't even think the fear, fear got into him. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, good. What did you think? Oh. I, I felt like it was too much, <laughs> too much power for a man, though, to have that, to have that option to have an undo button on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually didn't. I honestly didn't think that. What did funny? Th- what did you guys think of Margot Robbie as a character? What do you think of her accent? Terrible. Didn't notice. <laughs> you didn't notice that she had a bad accent, a bad <laughs> British accent on. She didn't say much. Like I couldn't, I couldn't really judge on it too much. There was a couple of moments where I was like, "That's very twangy, sort of." A bit of an Australian British. twang. Yeah. Coming through in this terrible accent. Yeah, but like she, well she cast, did. Though. Yeah, she did did the role that she needed to, which was to be the, uh, you know, the summer flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's your least favorite character? Least. Oh, um, was it anyone you didn't like in the film? That's probably a better way of putting this. It's not that I didn't like him, but I don't hmm. get Uncle Desmond. I, don't, I, don't I just don't him get character. him. I, I, I think Maybe he you has too much like him for any <laughs> <laughs> I think he has his moment towards the end there at the, uh, you know. Just before the funeral. Yeah. Hmm. That, that's kind of his moment. That, that, his whole entire character is just for that moment. And also it's, yeah, very, I know, it's kind of British. Like just to have a quirky character like that, someone who kind of feels a little bit out. But we all have a weird uncle or a weird relative or a weird friend. Granny's mine. Um. <laughs> no, I'm Kit Kat. <laughs> you would be Kit Kat, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but in terms of like people put together Kit Kat. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, characters that I didn't like. Um, I, I feel like all the characters in there have their like positive light. Um, the only ones that you, you don't really like are like the, the, almost the C characters you would say, um, like their boss, for example, who's just like, can't get Rory's name right. Or Jimmy. Or Jimmy. But like, again, they're set up to be Mm. like Mm -hmm. essentially bad guys in a, if you want to call them bad guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I probably, I'd probably say Jimmy out of all of them just because. You just hate him as a character, as not. So much the character, but you hate the character. Yeah, you you hate the character you because we all as, a, as that character, you just hate the character in general. Yeah, like we all know a person that is Jimmy, and we all know Jimmy. Yeah, we all know a Jimmy, and we all know a Kit Kat who's like in a relationship like that, and it's just it's not it's not good. So, yeah, that's that's my two cents. Any characters you don't like, Granny? No, very similar. Is there anything you don't like about this film? No, it's why I've watched it four times. <laughs> Would you put this in your like your top three films of all time? Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. I, I, it's funny though. In having this conversation, I didn't realize what I liked about it. Like, I don't think I realized that there wasn't that traditional formatting and that traditional like narrative of like the problem and then it being solved. I kind of didn't really realize that until this chat. And then it's funny that you both say it's so grounded. Like, I just <laughs> my um, I guess initial 
feelings towards that is just British. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, that's that's exactly it. And like, grounded is so much more of an elegant way of phrasing it. Well, everyone, everyone feels real. That's that's yeah. the incredible thing about it. Yeah, yeah. I think another example of that would be Fleabag. As you watch Fleabag, I think there's definitely comparisons you can draw there in terms of how real the characters feel to me. I like the relationship. Yeah, I, I feel like and her sister. I feel like the dialogue. Love, yeah, I yeah. love that relationship. Dialogue, but yeah. but I feel Again, like every British. I feel like everything else in that show is a bit exaggerated though. The situations, um, are exaggerated. obviously, like they're literally. But she's looking the dialogue, look at the camera, yeah. And, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. No, no, but even but, like even them going to like the silent retreat, for example, I was like, this is a little OTT. I think. Yeah, so. true. But um, the dialogue, yeah, I agree. Sorry, that, getting uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, getting back to the film. Back to the film. But everyone no, everyone should watch Fleabag, by the way. Um. Well, I'm glad that that's something that you're now thinking about. This is great. Granny's now thinking about films the way that we think about them. It's amazing. <laughs> Someone who's gone from not watching films to really analysing the films now. Yeah. Sure. Actually, <laughs> actually, what was one of the things that I pointed out in the film? And I'm like, that's how I think, Granny. Babies. Babies. You were like, how do you oh, cast yeah. a baby? Yeah, how, do you <laughs> cast a baby? How, do you, how do you cast this newborn baby? Do you just go to a hospital and ask them to use their baby while yeah. they're there? Yeah, you're like, okay, so we're going to sit up in the wing that's right next to the babies. Can you just ask all the uh, the mothers who have just had their kids if we can just borrow one for like, we only need it for a couple of shots. Is that all right? Can we make that work? Like, I just don't understand the Absolutely. logistics behind I'd that. I'd actually love Absolutely to know. That. Do some research for the next episode, Dylan. I think it would just be literally like the cast. It'd be like, okay, who's got a baby? Who well, has it a baby? looks very <laughs> young though, like very yeah. young, that baby. I think it's like pre-casting and you say, these are the people that are due on this day. Mm. Whoever has the baby at that point, as long as it's good. <laughs> when I say good, I mean as long as it's healthy. Yeah, that's probably a better word, Liam. Um, I don't know if you can, because you can't find out what it looks like. Like you can't. I mean, you can you can kind of guess by the parents, I guess. Okay, we need people. Unless if something goes horribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I don't actually think you. I think you're right. The baby's not fresh. No, it's like no casting baby (laughs) is ever gonna be. No, and surely surely there's laws around that as well. Absolutely, there's laws around that. But like you know, like 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 it only looks like maybe like a month old, if that. Yeah, like I mean, babies. That is the it's the the most baby like fresh baby, fresh baby, <laughs> fresh baby you know I've seen in a film in a while. Hmm. Usually, the babies come out with full head of hair and this yeah, big true. and fat and like it's or they CG like terribly old. or it's or they're just fake. Yeah. Oh, there's been some real bad ones. <laughs> That's the character I hated. The baby. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking about? Obviously not towards the actual movie or production. About having <laughs> but kids? I was just, no, I was just trying to think <laughs> what films have I ever actually cried in. Yeah, I could only think of one. I only cried during My Sister's Keeper. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either. <gasps> <laughs> Sounds sad though. Oh, yeah, I, 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 what films? I feel like you said you cry a lot. What films have you cried <laughs> in? A lot. No, I do cry. Um, I don't know. Uh, definitely about time. I've cried, cried in that. I've cried Toy Story 3 <laughs> and now 4. Um, and I, I know why I cry in those films. Have you seen 3? No. Have you seen 1? Maybe. Two? It's, well, I've seen like some scenes from some of them. Right. The reason, and I know, the, I know this, okay, off topic here, but the reason that I cry in Toy Story is, is because number 3 came out X amount of years after the first two came out and the character of Andy, which is the owner of the toys, 
had then grown up to be the age that I was when that movie came out. So it came out nine years ago. I was starting university nine years ago. Nine. So you're crying yeah. about thinking about leaving your toys? Well, the whole idea is the <laughs> film is about how Andy is going... <laughs> the whole idea is that Andy... Yeah, that's, that's, that's Grady's best joke of the whole entire <laughs> podcast. Um, the whole idea is about Andy leaving... Leaving to go to college, leaving his family, leaving his toys behind, right? Making those choices, moving out of home, all that kind of stuff. All stuff that I was going through when that happened. But the emotion, the connection that they have between those toys and... Because for me, these characters were from my childhood. These were the characters from my childhood. So then I'm growing up yeah, I guess the same as Andy and having those same feelings about these characters finishing up, the stories finishing up, they're having emotions, they're moving on, they're going to other people, they're other places, whatever. It's hard to me to explain it without really... Replace ruining. toys with friends and mm-hmm. like... Family. And family, like, and then all of a sudden... it becomes a home, yeah. like, yeah. you know, moving out of home for the first time, not knowing... But also... Yeah, losing that it's, stability. It's about loss in general yeah. and being able to make this choice to leave something or do something that's going to benefit somebody else. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Dill? Any tearjerkers? I don't think Dylan's ever cried in a movie. Oh, no, that's a lie. No, honestly, like, Disney films know how to get me. Oh, oh right. Lion King definitely, like, like definitely cried te- Lion King. Like, tearing up. Like, um, it's always the music. That's what gets me. It's always music. I'm just a... I've never really thought of myself as being like a real big like audio influence sort of person, but like strings and like slow music, mm-hmm. just like you 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 know what I'm talking this about. This film here. is a good example of that. I yeah. love the three notes basically mm. that they use in this film. Another movie that does that really well is Up, which mm. is another Pixar Disney film. There's like a three note like melody that they use in different ways and it's beautiful. Randy Newman. Yeah. Um, the the psychology of audio is next level there at Disney. So yeah, no, they they definitely know how to get me to to tear up at, at big moments. Sometimes <laughs> it's music or lack of music, yeah. and absolutely just silence. Even even Avengers got me got me teary. Like Avengers Endgame, cry, I cried yeah. that. Yeah, it was like yeah, Avengers Endgame, a superhero movie. Yeah, but like you're just so so involved in these characters, and it's and it's a long commitment. There's literally like seven 20, of 20, us, 20 films. Seven yeah. of us sitting in a row watching Endgame. Yeah. And then the movie ended and the lights came on and we're all like, no. And we all looked at each other. We're all just bawling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for me, yeah, it's it's the characters obviously first, but like the music throughout that as well, those really pinnacle moments just, yeah, turns on the waterworks. There you go. We could really analyze that if you wanted to. <laughs> but anyway, back to About Time, the movie that we're here to talk about, not Toy Story. Um, yeah, Liam. Dylan. Yes. Um, did this film live up to your expectations? Uh, I would say exceeded. Exceeded? Oof. Yeah. Really? Even though 100%. I said it was the, my top three films of all time, <laughs> it's exceeded your expectations? Yeah. It's again <laughs> Please <nice>. elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me a yes or no question and I answered with a yes. Um, and why? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I, I guess my thoughts going into it and like my thoughts always about it have been that it kind of falls into that rom-com genre. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's been some time since like I've watched like Love Actually and um, a lot of like British, um, you know, those, those sort of films that fit into that genre there. Yeah. Um, and I think it just made me forget how much they really want to 
present films that aren't part of Hollywood. You know, like like they almost feel indie in a way mm-hmm. because they just don't fit into the the conventions that we would usually see in Hollywood films. And I feel like it's just been so long since, I, since I've watched one of those films that it's just like completely left my space that, hey, this is actually how you make a really good uh, romantic film. I think it's... That's, Does that yeah. answer that? Uh, definitely. Yeah. And I think uh, on that point, I think there's examples of that. They're usually indie films that do that, mm. whether they be American or not. I think, and this, not putting now on the sort of the problems that come with this film that I'm going to mention, mm-hmm. but like 500 Days of Summer, yeah, I think is a good example of that. It's it's not a happy ending. It's it's not a well, it is, but it's not a, like a a love story really. They say that in the first 10 minutes. This is not a story. It's not a love story. It's a story about love. Another great film that does that steps away from that, you know, cheap, um, cookie cutter version of what. Uh, romantic comedy is and I think that's a great way of putting it do mm. it well done thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. let's talk about predictions okay okay alright so okay. your predictions okay. were what's things that happened in this um, it's gonna be I think he was pretty bang on yeah he's gonna be focusing <laughs> yeah, on fixing it was, problems it was, very, it was going like annoyingly yeah, yeah. <laughs> going back to fix problems making things perfect trying to make things perfect then realising he can't make them perfect because of because that's life that's life like I don't know like all the messages that were coming out towards the end there, I'm like, that's kind of how I feel about life right now. Oh, anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. A, mm. I think it's a very good way to look at life in general. It's just yeah. live it like it's your last day. Just enjoy little things. Don't worry about things. And, and that's honestly why I think everyone should watch this film. It's just because of the message at the end. It's just yeah. worth watching the whole entire thing just to hear that and then having a real perspective on life. Uh, they'll already be together at the start of the film. Yeah, I got that wrong. You got that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But... But it didn't feel like a movie about finding her. Which no, I really which appreciated. is absolutely agree with you. Yeah, uh, it definitely. Although that first you know act was about finding her, it wasn't. Once they were together again, they were they stayed like that, and then they they worked together and a really good team. They're great together. Their chemistry mm. is really amazing. Yeah. And Rachel McAdams is just a dream in this movie. <laughs> Honestly, in love with her. Um, how will it end? Consequences. He's going to bet. What did I say? I've I've written that cliff notes here. Consequences. Learning, not changing past. Better to live with mistakes. Yeah. It's not less about his own mistakes and more about. I don't think it's about mistakes at all. Like it's it's about learning that you can't change things. Yeah. You have to be the one that changes everything. Yeah. And I I think that kind of comes through probably with his sister. Mm. Um, You know, having to learn that, you know, like Jimmy's not for her. Yeah. It's her own. She has to do it herself rather mm. than Yeah. So I wouldn't say I'm correct on that, but yeah. I feel like I feel like there's this touches there. Married with kids and a family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Three kids. But I, I did think that there would be greater consequences to it. Like as I, I, I think I said it before that he was going to tell Mary that he can time travel and then it was just going to be a, a whole entire fallout from that. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of finish in a way that it's kind of like he's now learnt that and he's either going to have to go back and just live life as is without having to try and perfect everything and kind of go in blind. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, he was like, I know, he would just continue going back and never telling her about this. I don't know. Do you think... Or having to see her on like a deathbed or something. I, I knew someone would die. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you I, think that he will tell his son healthy yeah. time travel 100% I feel like it's a family tradition at this point okay yeah 
even though he thinks that he's perfected the idea of how to live life. And I think he'll show his son how to do it too. Yeah, yeah. but also I but, think he's but also then, learned that people have to make their own mistakes and yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then true. like um, it, it's it's kind of the same reason why why would his dad tell him if he if his dad had figured out that you know this is how you live life. Do you also get the feeling that Bill Nye, the dad, is also going back in time in certain points, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. experiencing yeah. things that they're doing? So, like yeah. when he takes Kit Kat back to the party, he's clearly in the knowledge, and then he comes back out afterwards. He's like, mm-hmm. "Your mum's dope in the back of the biscuits. Let's go." He's yeah. clearly also he's, yeah. come from that same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could just tell from the way that when Kit Kat says, "Oh, hey, Dad," and he's, he's just like, yeah. "Yeah." Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a really good detail that they don't talk about yeah don't, you don't really need to but i think no. it's lovely little nod to the fact that oh yeah he can time travel as well yeah and e- even even when um tim goes back and um the dad's just reading the book there the the charles yeah. dickens book and like he he, he asks like oh where, where, where have you, you come, come from? from yeah and i was just like that's been their whole entire structure for this whole entire film mm-hmm. i reckon you could go back and and probably figure out that the dad's just always from the future Right. Okay. I, I I reckon he's had that conversation. The the first one. Oh no, he already says that he's had it multiple times. Yeah, he's had that yeah. conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like every time that we see the dad, he has come from a future of some sort. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he does that though. He does during the wedding. He does go back and redo the speech. Mm-hmm. Anyway, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> um, do you have any questions about this film in general, Dylan? Like. Do you want to know? Oh, that should we do a little bit of trivia before? Yeah, we can do a bit of that? trivia. Yeah, All right. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Yeah, I don't feel like I have too many questions on it. Like, I feel, I feel the fact that it's grounded, and I feel like the fact that they made time travel really simple in it just leads yeah. to, I don't know. I feel like I just understood everything that kind of happened there. Yeah, I thought again. Don't rewatch films, so I was kind of excited. I was like, oh, did I pick up on anything I missed out, and I really didn't. Yeah. I feel like I, I, I got everything. Yeah, I feel like it, it's a film that doesn't treat you as stupid, but it's also not one that tries to make things too complicated for itself. Yeah. Again, going back to that word grounded. Oh, I love it. I Absolutely love it. grounded. <laughs> this is interesting. Zoe oh. Deschanel, as in Summer from 500 Days of Summer, was originally cast as Mary. And then because of scheduling conflicts, she couldn't play the cast. So Rachel McAdams was cast instead. I'm kind of happy for that, actually. I absolutely agree with you. Because when we talk about the Pixie Manic girl... Pixie Manic Dream Girl, yeah. yeah. Zoe Deschanel is the, <laughs> the, the figurehead of that. I'll have to add 500 Days to my own, own maybe personal list here. You have not seen 500 Days No. Maybe that's the next what? one we want to do. Yeah. I've, only, I've only seen parts of it. <laughs> this is not on the website. Sorry. There's a deleted scene hmm. um, oh. in if you watch the special features. Oh, Granny. bless. <laughs> <laughs> we only had a DVD player, Granny. <laughs> And the TV that was bigger than my <laughs> laptop screen. <laughs> um, there's a deleted scene where they're going to have the, the last baby. And the whole idea is that he he knows the, he, the habit and he's trying to figure out the best, quickest way to get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. He ends up going down Abbey Road and having to st- like get stuck in people's traffic and Abbey Road, people trying to cross the road. It's, it's pretty funny. But there's a line still left in the movie where she's like, it's going to happen today or whatever. And he's like, you would not believe the detail I know of that. Yeah. Of yeah. The route to the hospital. Yeah. That's that line still works in the movie, but that's direct uh, reference to that deleted scene. So there you go. You know what? I was fine without that scene actually. Yeah, Cause like, I still got it by scene. that point. Yeah. 
Um, but I, f- I feel like a scene like that probably would have just taken away from the seriousness of, of everything else that was yeah. to come. Yeah. Dylan, what would you give this film out of five stars? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know where five is, but it's right up there with five. Like, mm-hmm. So it's a five. What well, is a five star? <laughs> what, well, what is that's, what, so that's if you, the thing. If I had to say I to you, what is a five star film? I couldn't tell you what a five star film is right now, but I can tell you this is no lower than a four point five. Mm-hmm. Like I am, I'm trying to think in my head like where deductions are. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going back to like yeah. my teaching days and thinking, like, um, you know how, how how can we how can we possibly improve this? Like where where is there maybe a margin of error or anything like that? And honestly, like it's it's. 4.5 and above, I want to give it a 5. I'm like, really? Give it really a 5, Dylan. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, I'll go for 5. Oh! Fever <laughs> <laughs> shot. Georgia? 5. 5. No doubt about it. Wow. Liam? Um, 4.5. <laughs> Why? What are you deducting? No, you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Nah, 5 stars. Wow. 5's all around. Wow. Yeah, so That's a, a 15 real. out of 15, guys. <laughs> If we're being too generous, please let us know. <laughs> well, obviously, then the, the next answer to the next question is obviously, would you recommend it? Oh, one hundred percent. I said that earlier to everyone just to get the the final messages that come yeah. through there. You glad you watched it finally? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Years of telling you to watch this film. It hasn't been years. I like, as I said, it was only really six months ago when you listed like your top films and you were like, oh yeah, two of them have time travel. I'm like, oh okay, but like, yeah, I don't think. Y- even though we live together, I don't think, and I cannot recall you telling me to watch About Time. It's a long time ago. Maybe you didn't think I'd enjoy Let's it back then. Let's go back in time and find out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into the dark room and clench. Liam's gone to the closet and he shut himself. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, this is a question that we probably won't use, but mm-hmm. would you watch any sequels or... <laughs> other movies like if they were going to make a sequel to this film all right so it's let's say it's about his kid yeah pitch it to me you can't pitch a sequel to that i don't want one yeah like i I wouldn't mind one that's in the same universe with different things going on to it maybe it's trying to deal with with different sort of problems but i mean like how do you how do you go any further than you know the questions of life you know how do you you know i i just don't think there could be a sequel Mm. All right, then does this make you more excited than for yesterday? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so I would say like yesterday in a way probably is a spiritual successor in a way because mm-hmm. it is kind of dealing with another sort of problem. It's still kind of in that in that space and it is again. I hope, I hope they go to the to the effort to not explain sort of how it happens again. I can definitely say that. I can 100% say that what we've seen in the trailers of him being hit by that bike and that power out and everything uh-huh. is going to happen in the first five minutes of the film. Ah, first ten. Yeah, like you got to set up that he's a yeah. You have to set up that he's a struggling artist. Set up their relationship a little bit as well. Yeah, um, but it's going to happen very, very early on, mm. and it's just going to be everything that follows from that. Cool. I'm very excited after watching that again to watch to yeah. watch yesterday. Funnily enough, like the actual reviews of About Time. If we look up About Time, it's got an audience score of about 81, percent which is great, which is mm-hmm. which pretty good, um, but only 69. percent from um critics critics what? yeah like i don't know what their biggest criticisms are. i'm gonna go, i could go into it if i wanted to yesterday currently has a critics rating of 69 percent. what so they're exactly the same 
critic rating currently. Wow. Without any audience audience um, yeah. reactions yet because it hasn't come out yet. So let's find out. We should go on Thursday. We'll go watch <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I'm down for that because that's that's actually, that has me really disappointed in what critics see in a great film. I wonder what snacks I should bring. With <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cheese literally, complimentary? Literally just Beatles. Like just <laughs> real Beatles. 30 Beatles. 30 Beatles. We'll just eat 30 Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another crunchy product. With uh, wrappers. The, the snack was great. Let's, uh, let's give mm. a rating out of mm. five for the snacks. I think it's How well matched was it? Was really what the rating I think is I think of. it matched the film pretty well. Definitely. Like, and it was, a bit, mm. was it a bit rainy outside or was that just... Grainy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cold. It's a cold night. It's a cold night. Yeah, it's a cold night. Nice, you know, snuggle up weather. Unfortunately, none of us were snuggling, <laughs> which is probably for the best. <laughs> it was a mood. It was a mood. It was mm. a mood. All right, Dylan. I'm glad you liked the film. Mm, I'm. I'm glad I liked it too. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. I think that's. I think Happy that's a wrap. Days. I think. I think we've we had a good chat about about time. Everyone should go. Should definitely get about time. It's on Netflix if you want to watch Very it in Australia. Very accessible to mm. those. Even who don't have Grainy a DVD can watch it. <laughs> We're at her house. She's probably going to watch it again tonight. You know, and, Falls and she'll was enough. <laughs> she'll be sleeping. And she'll never watch it again. <laughs> she'll be singing that song all night as well. <laughs> <laughs> but just that one line. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you listen to this, my name's Liam. Um, if you want to see anything I do on the internet, go to at Liam Gordis is my Twitter handle or Instagram handle or whatever. Please follow me. <laughs> I haven't done anything with my Twitter since. I, um, I followed you. <laughs> I One follower. <laughs> I should probably follow you, Granny. Yeah, what is Granny. It? It's Grant? Oh, at Good Granny. Sorry. At good Granny. Imagine if I actually have a follower before I... G O D G R A I N E. Thank, thank you for that. Yes. In the show notes. In the um, show notes. I should probably put some show notes. Probably. Dylan. Uh, you can find me at Hornsby93 on Twitter. And if you want to see my pics, it's uh, Dill Hornsby. D Y L H O R N S B Y. That's on Insta? On Insta, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, if you like this podcast, you should definitely like rate it on whatever you're listening on it because apparently that's a good thing that you should do. I think we might have one download I told my brother about. Whoa. <laughs> I have. Oh, he's going to hear about the good room. I was talking oh about God. the good room. He hasn't actually messaged me. Ooh. He hasn't listened to it. He just downloaded it. What a supportive brother. Um, put it in the background. Put it on mute just so we get the play. Rate it. <laughs> subscribe to it on whatever, I guess. Uh, yeah. This yeah, we're, we're not going to tell you what to Next do. Next week, but. we're doing... I have to find something you A different you film, seen. film that I haven't seen that Dylan and Georgia have both watched. Mm. Yes, we're going to have a good chats this week. You know, bring it on, guys. I think I guessed what the movie was just then. <laughs> you um, wish. We haven't even spoken yet. <laughs> so it sort, uh, of, it sort of came up the other day in a conversation. But that's a film that I haven't seen that you both have seen. You guys were both uh, singing along to the lyrics. <laughs> we? No, we're not. We're not spoiling. We're finding one that you definitely don't know about. All right. I want yeah. the shock. I want All right. I want. I want to be surprised. I want yeah. the. Rea- I want to react the same way you reacted to Star Wars, Granny. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Anything else, guys? <laughs> no. Right, no. Let's, let's wrap it up. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.